Hi there, and welcome to the Anita Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Rombo, and this is the podcast for growth-oriented women to have authentic, real talk. Nothing is off the table here, but as an intuitive self-relationship coach, you'll find the content gravitates towards mindset, intentional action, spirituality, and all things wellness. So if you're ready to learn, laugh, show up, and glow up to be the best version of yourself, grab your favorite bevy, settle in, and we've got lots to chat about. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of I Need to Chat. They say comparison is the thief of joy. Can you relate to that? Do you have a case of comparisonitis? I hope all of you said yes, because it is totally normal. We all do it. In fact, the dictionary definition of comparisonitis is The compulsion to compare one's accomplishments to another's to determine relative importance. Whether it's the mama that's always put together, uber-organized, on time, never flustered, and baking those cookies from scratch for the bake sales while you are hitting the grocery store at the last minute in your pajamas without a lick of makeup on, or the entrepreneur that is killing it in their social media strategy, getting those clients or maybe even your coworkers that keep getting promoted, managing any deadlines that are thrown their way with ease. We live in a social world. We crave connection and belonging and a sense of worth. And we interact with others on a day-to-day basis. That's just what, what our world is. And with this interaction comes comparisonitis. Whether it be with our friends, our family members, strangers, we compare on all sorts of things, such as our bodies, our relationships, our material possessions. And while we just acknowledge that comparing ourselves to others is normal, it can also be detrimental if it's not tempered with reality or a healthy mindset. Excessive comparison can have damaging effects on our self-worth, our self-confidence. It can make us feel anxious and depressed. It can make us feel like giving up because our abilities are nowhere near as good as someone else's. So if we know that engaging in comparison is normal, and we are all human, right, but could also be damaging to us, how do we protect ourselves from that damage? How do we transmute that comparison from a negative thing to something that is neutral or more positive? And that's what we're going to dive into today. I'm going to share five nuggets of wisdom to help you keep things in perspective when it comes to comparison. Okay, so let's start with the first truth. And that first truth is we are all on the same team and there is enough for everyone. And this may seem a little bit vague and abstract for you. In fact, it's probably going to sound woo and out there, but just hang tight. I'm going to make it a little bit more concrete. But first, of course, if you haven't already figured it out, I am a very deeply spiritual soul. And so as part of my belief system, I believe that we are all energy. And because we are all energetic beings, we come from the same universal energy source. So whether you want to call it source, whether you want to call it the universe, whether you want to call it God, whatever you believe in, it doesn't really matter. My whole point is, is we are all united and we are all part of the same team. Now, again, if that was too woo for you, I'll make it more concrete by breaking it down this way. And I'm going to use a personal example. In our community, in our neighborhood, probably a block or two away from our home is a mama that lives with her family. And she just pushed up her third kid, and she looks like she could be a model. This person not only does have has a perfect body, and she's just gorgeous, and she's always so put together, she's also super nice and friendly. And you could just tell by walking her kids to school and back that she's also such a super engaged parent. 
So you would love to hate her, but you can't. You just can't. She's too lovable to hate. (laughs) And so I don't even know her name. I know nothing about her. I've named her the hot mom. But that mama is also a mama. She's part of the mom team. She's also up at all hours of the night. She's also doing the best for her kids. She probably also has mom guilt. You know, her looking good doesn't take away from the ability for me to look good, right? It's my choice to not put on a full face of makeup and maybe to drop off in pajamas. We can all look good. We can all be nice and friendly. We can all be present and engaged with our children. Her ability to do that doesn't take away from anyone else's ability to do that. Similarly, that coworker at your company that just got a promotion, the one that has done the same time at your company and comes with similar qualifications as you, their promotion doesn't mean that you can't get a promotion. There might be other promotional opportunities that are currently open within the organization or will come in the future. And you are both on the same team, right? You're working for the same company. You're supporting the same mission and vision. Their success in advancing their career at this company and supporting this mission and vision is your success too. The second truth that I want you to keep in mind is you aren't seeing the full picture. So we see things at face value, but rarely are we exposed to the behind the scenes for people, right? So for example, you know, the hot mama that I was talking about earlier, I don't even know her name. She may be struggling with things. I have no idea. All I see is her in this five minute walk to school and back or that coworker that may look super successful because they got that promotion, they could have some serious imposter syndrome going on where they're questioning their ability to take on this promotion and they're afraid of failure, right? So we don't know what's behind the scenes. We aren't seeing the full picture. I think in this day and age, one of the traps that is so dangerous for us to fall into, especially when it comes to comparisonitis, is social media. Social media is terrible for this because especially with COVID and everything like that, we're connecting to people through social media now more than ever. And everyone's posts are curated and filtered and perfect. And we need to remind ourselves that that isn't the full picture. The unglamorous behind the scenes may not make it into the highlight reel or the IG stories. So when we are comparing ourselves to another, let's keep in mind that we aren't seeing the full picture. The third truth that I want you to keep in mind is the person that you're comparing yourself to They may not be the right person to compare. One of my mentors, one of the people that I'm learning from is Amy Porterfield. And one day I would love to have her on the show. She is just fantastic. But Amy is in year 13 of the entrepreneurship journey. And so I love her to pieces. I find her incredibly inspirational. I want to be like Amy. But I have to remind myself that she's been in the business for 13 years. And I can't compare her year 13 to my month eight. Month eight. We're in entirely different journeys. I'm a solopreneur. I'm doing the sales. I'm doing the marketing. I'm doing the copy. I'm doing the website updates. I'm providing the service. I am writing and editing podcasts. Well, she's got a team of 20 people. Maybe in 13 years, I'll be like her. But I really can't compare our journeys. We're on two totally different paths. She's not the right person for me to compare. So I want you to keep that in mind as well for yourself. And the fourth truth is it's okay to distance yourself if it brings you inner peace. So if you know who or what your triggers are when you're engaging in this comparison and it's robbing you of your inner peace, I want you to know there's nothing more important than inner peace. So in that case, you can distance yourself from the trigger, even if it's for a short time. It doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to be a dramatic distancing. It's just you taking a little bit of a step back and a break to protect your inner peace. 
And on the note of inner peace, I want you to know that I do have a free guide entitled The 10 Daily Habits to Love, Peace, and Success. I highly recommend that you check out that free resource. I'll link to it in the episode description. But if the emotions that are coming up by the association with your trigger aren't serving you, just know it's okay to take a break. If hanging with a girlfriend makes you feel bad or makes you feel like you're less than her or inadequate, maybe decrease the hangouts or hang out in a group situation. You don't have to let her know what you're doing. You don't have to make a big productive show of it. Just take a step back. If it's following somebody on social media, maybe you can mute them for a bit. You don't have to actually go through the steps of unfollowing and whatnot. You just don't need to subscribe to all their notifications or all their posts. But having said that, while it's okay to take a break and to distance yourself to protect your inner peace, I think it's also really important for you to acknowledge and take accountability for what your trigger is. Because if, if you are triggered by something, there's likely something there for you to unpack a little bit more. And in my role as a self-relationship coach, this is one of those areas where I support people in connecting to themselves, which includes understanding and working through their triggers. Because while that active comparison is robbing you of inner peace, it's your issue, not theirs. And I just want us to be accountable to that. The fifth truth, and probably the most important, that I really want to drive home is it's possible to use your comparison to feel good. While our natural inclinations may initially be to compare and feel bad by that comparison, if we remember the first truth that we are on the same team and that there is more than enough to go around for everyone, then we can turn our comparisons into opportunities to feel good. If, if somebody got a result and you are envious of it, know that their results are possible for you too. So cheer them on. Good for them, right? There's more than enough success, love, and joy for everyone. Somebody's success does not mean your failure. So celebrate their success with them. This may sound a bit woo again, but if, if and when you spread that energy of genuine happiness to other people, I really do feel that it comes back to you because you're spreading the energy of love. You get what you put out. So knowing that they were able to do something means that you can too. Take this as an opportunity to affirm that you too can reach your goal and use this as an opportunity to learn from them. What are they doing that you aren't that might help contribute to your success down the line? I also want you to remember that while you are comparing yourself to someone, someone else may be comparing themselves to you. They may think you are doing amazing and have it all together. And so it's just a humbling thought to think that all things and people are on a spectrum and everyone's spectrum is different. For example, someone who doesn't have a home would do anything for a roof over their head and they'd be so happy with a roof over their head. The person in an apartment may be wishing for a house. The person in a three bedroom may be wishing to upgrade to a four bedroom and so on. So we're all on different journeys. We may all want different things. While you're comparing yourself to somebody, somebody's actually comparing them to you. So as a quick recap, here are five things to keep in mind when it comes to comparison. Remember, we are all on the same team and there's enough for everyone. You aren't seeing the full picture or the behind the scenes of the person you're comparing to. They may not be the right person for you to compare with or against. It's okay to distance yourself if it brings you inner peace. And it's possible to use comparison to feel good. And on that note, friends, I'm going to wrap this chat up. I hope you have a great week ahead and I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Anita Chat Podcast. If you haven't taken a minute to leave a review, I would absolutely love to hear from you. All you need to do is to search for the show, click your star rating, and type in a few words.
Also, if there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, if you'd like me to be your coach, or if you want to just chat, feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message through my IG, which you'll find in the show notes. The show notes will also contain any links to the freebies that were referenced in this episode. Until next time, friends, it's been great chatting with you. Woo!